Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where it has to be said. My name is Elvis. And I'm Denise. Babe, let's talk. Let's talk. Well, uh, first, I want to pop a question. Go ahead, ask the questions. To kind of break the ice. Let's see, let's see. You want to pick it? Sure. Let me, let me in. Let's see what's going on here. What did you, what did you find especially challenging when you were young? Oh, really? Yeah. Especially challenging when I was young? Yep. <sighs> That's hard. That's the same question. <laughs> <laughs> like if it changed, right? Um, I don't know. Like I can't think of the top of my head something I felt like was especially challenging. Um, How about as an adult? Challenging as an adult? Parenting has been a challenge. Well, I guess that has been since young because we started so young, everything. I think, um, I guess, you know, having to grow up sooner mm -hmm. than expected has been challenging because we've been adulting since I was 17 and you were 19. So I think that that's just been the challenge. Most of our life. Just even now, even growing literally up, a few minutes ago. I know. Growing up has been a challenge. I agree. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. I don't think I'm we could go over that that's a whole episode about just childhood. Yeah. Um, but I think that's been a challenge. Or just also, um I don't know, I was very like my cria. I would always talk back. You still do. When I was young. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> to my grandma. So maybe that. It, it's not the same because it's not, you can't call me my Kriya because of how I get with you. That's a whole different. Why? Because That's you're actually, my wife? Because you're no, my wife? That actually the perfect way to segue to our conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, because I want to talk about accountability versus judgment. And, okay. you know, he just threw that comment about me being my Kriya with him. Um, but I feel like sometimes, all the time, we don't like to hear criticism or we don't like to hear what what we could do better by somebody mm -hmm. else, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the conversations we've been having lately has been about, you know, who does what, um, who does more, or the feeling of one partner feeling like it's not, you're not meeting me, you know, halfway or whatever. Um, so, like, the question is, like, when is it too much accountability, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes when it comes to me and Elvis, like, he doesn't like me to tell him anything. So it's almost like, all right, bro, like, do I ever hold you accountable for, for anything then? Because you don't like to hear anything. I don't think it's that. I think if I'm doing everything right, why well, even say anything? <laughs> so you do everything right? No, no, no. Not, that's not what I said, even though it did sound like that. Uh -huh. No, that's not what I meant Enlighten me to always. say. No, but listen, if you come home and everything is relaxed, everything is quiet, everything is clean, everything is in its place. I say anything. But I don't say anything in those instances. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. All right, so I'll be an argument for another day. I'm positive. But we're talking about account holding each other accountable about things. Who dictates what you should hold me accountable or not? Myself. 
Yeah, you're laughing about it, right? You're like, wow. What do you mean? So, I do. But I'm not holding you account accountable for most of anything. That's okay. So tell me. Yeah. Okay, put it in my I hate perspective. When you do that because then you be nah. like, give me an example. Yes. Uh, well, if you already know I'm gonna do that, why not prepare yourself <laughs> I don't for know. that? I didn't. I didn't think it through. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like just sometimes like. I don't like you don't want to be a nag to your partner, but it's like, why could I never express anything? You don't always do it. Perfect example, actually. <laughs> Perfect example. It took you, wait a second. It took you a few minutes to Shut take up. the comeback. That's what's <laughs> no, going no, on right now. It's not a comeback. It's perfect example. Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. This Sunday that just passed, right? We woke up. We woke up a little bit late because we had my mom here till like pretty, you know, later than usual. Uh, we woke up uh, like around 10. Right. I, I'm the type that needs to wake up and have her cup of coffee to function in a sense. Maybe I yes, that I need to work on that. Maybe I shouldn't be that dependent on caffeine to have a good day. Anyways, you know, now that we have the puppy, I don't have a quiet time anymore like I used to. <laughs> right. So before Elvis and Alina would sleep in. Because Alina now wakes up for the puppy when she hears him. But now when I wake up, first thing I have to do is attend to the puppy. Mm -hmm. Right? So that makes me wake up a little bit, I would say, moody, a little frustrated. It's a little so bit, that's, right? It's that, a little was, bit. that was Sunday's morning vibe, right? So as I'm drinking coffee, Elvis asks us like, to make him breakfast. I didn't want to. You know, he's like, oh, make me some pancakes and, you know, whatever. We're, we're, we weren't arguing about it, but he kept like nudging for me to make it so i finally decide to make it and you know <laughs> why are you laughing go on with the story go on with the so, story <laughs> he's using the restroom right as he does then he proceeds i'm not allowed to use the restroom wait a <laughs> he can use the restroom but he then he proceeds to go as i'm making breakfast that i did not want to do but i'm gonna make it anyway yeah they heard that they heard that on the couch <laughs> to just be like this. And I'm like, I'm staring at him like, waiting to see if he looks at me. He's on his phone. He don't care. <laughs> Elena, That's my time to relax. No, no, no. That's my time let to me relax. Give them the story, okay, okay, bro. okay. <laughs> so he's sitting there on his phone, bien lindo. Elena, I'm trying to feed her her little farina. As I'm making the pancakes and eggs that he wanted. So after a few minutes, and I don't see him, like, he's just chilling there, bro. Like, he he puts, like, these little blinders, I swear, like, <laughs> so that he don't see nothing. You're talking from the heart today, babe. I like <laughs> I am, it. <laughs> you crying and everything. <laughs> I'm laughing. And so I'm like, pa, you don't want to, you don't plan the shower because he used the restroom. You know, he did number two. So I'm like, you're not going to use, they can take a shower. Oh, maybe later. And I'm like, you don't want to shower now and get ready now while I'm cooking. Because once I finish, you know, I want to go do whatever I have to do to get ready for church. He's like, oh, no, I'll do it later. And I'm like, but I still quiet. I did. I'm proud of you. But it's like things like that that I'm like. Then if I say something or or tell him, like, you know, you should maybe go shower to help speed up the process. There's four of us that got to get ready to go to church. And, you know, we're trying to get there by a certain time now that we live further. But if I say that, then I'm nagging and stuff. So it's like, when is it too much? You know what I mean? 
That was an example? <laughs> yes, a good example. Why well, is it a good example? It's not a good example. Yes, of like, I should be able to hold you accountable and say like, hey, can you help or can you get dressed so that I can have the bathroom cleared when it's my time? But why? If we got a church in time anyways. But I, because I had to rush no, after no, no, no. to we get got, everything done. We got done. time to church. So that wasn't it a good example. It could have been much more relaxed. No, it, did you drive to me. go to church? No. Did you drive coming back up? No. <laughs> I did. So what? Okay, I'm just saying. So you got to relax the whole ride going down and going back up. And I was salty so that a little wasn't bit on that, the way yeah, down, Yeah, but that too. wasn't a good example. Because it is. No, it's, it's not. It's like little things like that that no. kind of get you a little bit annoyed with but your partner. We got, we got to church on time, so it doesn't really matter. It still bothers no, obviously you're still in your feelings, but <laughs> no, I'm laughing about it now. But I was, I was salty a little bit. I didn't even realize to be honest. I was really on my phone, so I didn't even realize whatever curtains you said I do. Uh, oh. I feel like I was relaxing. You know that Sunday. Let's talk about Saturday, so they could understand why I was tired on Sunday. And I wanted to relax. <laughs> it's true. So Saturday morning, the first thing I did, right, besides mopping, cleaning while you guys were outside, making sure the house was clean, running errands for a while. <laughs> Preparing the house for when your mother comes. Yeah. Take the dog to get groomed, cleaned and everything, and wait for all of that. Come back, wash your car first. He wanted then to. Then wash my... Are you not happy about that? And that's it, exactly. Then to wash my car. Yeah. Then not to sit down. Then I got to go and set up the fire pit with the wood and everything <laughs> like true. that. But I always got to be doing something, right? Right? You don't, you don't even got to say it. I'm dying because it's so, so true. And then after all of that, <laughs> you know, skip a few parts here and there, right? Because we had a good time Yeah. Saturday. Sunday, I'm like, let me just relax and do nothing until we go to church. I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah, but, you know, it was just uh, the idea. The point was, you know, speed up a little bit the process of getting ready so that I could be smooth sailing when it was time to finish. So it's all about you now, huh? No. About, you should be like, man, he was yesterday <laughs> working hard. Let him relax. Let me, let me. Yeah, I should be upset that you were not like, yo, I want to make you breakfast, but <laughs> sit down on the couch, don't do anything, I'll take care of everything, right? But I didn't. Right? And I didn't get mad either. Regardless. It didn't and come was, naturally. You would have so been petty, like, And no, I said, you, I didn't make it with love. Yeah, I know. And you would have been mad, oh, you should have done it for me. You should have want to want to do stuff. Ay, Dios you don't even I'm want dying. to want to do stuff too. All right, so you're right. All right, so then my question is, when is it accountability or judgment that we're passing down on I just think I just think that, number one, we should know what's going on in your partner's life at the moment. You yeah. don't know how work was. You don't know how school was or whatever they you were doing. You wasn't working on Sunday. On Sunday, I wasn't doing nothing because I was working on Saturday all night, overtime. I passed eight hours. <laughs> I worked like crazy hours. Oh, so... <laughs> Right, so when is it accountable? Que it's, yo tengo. I'm sorry. No, you're ahead. happy today. I'm I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> today. I should take advantage. We should record like three or five <laughs> episodes. Up. Continue about accountability, Elvis. Focus. Oh, shut up. Okay. <laughs> no. Change uh, the channel. Okay, bad. okay. So. Well, I'm going to use that instead of I think up. I think that if you know that you you got to figure out what's your partner mood. Yeah. Like right now, you're happy. We got to joke around. We got to enjoy this. This and doesn't let's happen often. And. My mood After fluctuate. that, you determine, okay, am I holding him accountable, right, for certain things or I'm not? Or is it the time to hold you accountable? It's not even about that. I think no, you because should... if you're not in a good mood, 
I have to kind of also be mindful and como que consciente, like, all right, maybe this is not the best time to have the conversation about what might bother me. Yeah. Because he's bothered about something, yeah. even if it's not related about us. Yeah, like, you should even have that accountable that today is the last day of the month for work, that I'm all stressed out. Yeah. So Sunday, I was like, let me not really do much. That way, Monday, I'm like, recharge 100%. Yeah. But you didn't even think about none of that stuff. No. You're like, Sometimes I want him I, to yeah, do I'm stuff. I'm a little bit... It's for the little things. It's like, man, you don't see everything else I do. To not say any other word. I think sometimes I could be a little bit selfish. You're right. Now that I think about it. I'm glad you recognize. Now that I think about it. When you you put it into perspective, you know, I'm like, I could have a little... I could yeah, have been a little bit lighter. Listen, and, and I really don't think that it's like I get upset that you tell me stuff because I, I, I do want you to kind of, in a way, hold me accountable for certain <laughs> things. No, I do. I do. But there, there ha- number one, you have to see what's going on in the in your partner's life, right, uh, or that particular day and time. Yeah. And, and, and number two, where was the agreement where this accountability is going to be taking place? Yeah. Right? Because if we didn't even have a verbal agreement where, yo, you got to hold me accountable, for example, I'll put one perfect example because it is a perfect example, wasting money. <laughs> I'm like, babe, you're going to you go out like because that? you're the only one here with me. <laughs> if not, truly, I would have just still stared at you again. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right? That's holding you accountable. I'll oh, be no, like, I babe. a little judgment there. No, I'll be like, babe. Didn't we say that you wasn't going to spend as much, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't get upset because you told me yourself was like, babe, you got to make sure that I don't be spending here and there or doing this in here. We strategize how we were going to budget, right? Sit down every month, see how we can mm-hmm. not only strategize um, the budget for the month, for the week, but for the year, right? We mm-hmm. have a few plans that we want to do throughout the course of the year. How are we going to budget towards yeah. that? So if I don't hold you accountable to that, we're not going to be able to do nothing. He's right. You're right. That, that's that's yeah. accountable where you shouldn't be upset because yeah. there was an agreement. Like if I'm saving for something, right, or I got something in the business going on in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, and I tell you, babe, like I have to make this happen. So make sure that you're there. Like you remind me. Be that reminder that yeah. I got to make sure that I do this to get to where I want to be. Then yeah. if you tell me something, I'm not going to be upset, right? Because I already told you, like, I actually want you to hold me accountable to this, right? So that's different. But what if the person never wants to be held accountable for anything? Then they have a problem. I think one way or another, we all have to be accountable. I mean, that's just my opinion. I yeah. think we should be held accountable for something. We all do. Yeah. You're right. And it's like... You don't also want to feel like, you know, like I'm not your mom. Yeah. To be telling you, I don't want to be do, your father like, either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think sometimes it gets like that, and that's where the frustration stirs up within us with our and and the resentment because it's like I don't have to keep be telling you these things. Yeah. And I think also it comes down to like choosing what is really worth having a disagreement about, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, sometimes I get a little bit aggressive about mm-hmm. little things that is, is it's not of importance or, you know, a day without it being done, it's, it's going to be okay. Um, so I, I guess I could fall back a little bit in certain things. Yeah. Now, there's other things that I'm holding you accountable, 
regardless of what what you say. Like, for example, you know, um, for those who haven't, you know, in episode one or two, we discuss about being married young and issues of infidelity. Now in this age, um, you already know the limit. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so in that sense, accountability is also is important to be able to say, like, I'm not okay with this. Mm-hmm. Right now, the issue becomes is or where the line has to be drawn is like, how many times am I gonna have to tell you to understand like this is not something that I'm okay with? Mm-hmm. Um, because then it's kind of I feel like it doesn't show that your partner really values or respects you mm-hmm. if they're not taking into consideration what you've already expressed as something that you're not okay with. Yeah, but that's the whole point. There has to be that conversation, yeah. right? Where we agree to, you know, perfect example is, um, I don't know, uh, um, our anniversary is coming up and um, I never give you a gift, for example, right? If you don't tell me anything where you're like, hey, Elvis, you know, I know you don't necessarily always give me a gift, but I would like a gift, right? You're kind of putting me accountable for you may not be doing it now, but in the future, I expect you to at least do it, right? Yeah. And, and doing that and verbally telling me that way I'm not in the guessing game, I kind of have to be like, okay, you know, I'm usually not giving her anything, but she is telling me that I should give her something. So then it comes to my mind where like, okay, I got to have to shift things around. And if I don't give you anything, then you should hold me accountable. Babe, you know, I told you that. But I shouldn't you, because you love me, uh, this is an example because Elvis is, he'll gift me, you know, stuff like that. He's just throwing that as an example. But I, I feel like shouldn't you, because you love me, right? And this is probably the woman in me. I don't know. Don't mm-hmm. come at me. Should it, because you love me and you know how I am, it should come from you to want to do those things. Why do I have to tell you, hey, I want you to gift me for our anniversary, like why? Why do they have to? Why do I have to communicate that? I think I don't think you have to, right? But I think it's a good idea because then if he doesn't see you complaining at all, he's never gonna give you anything, yeah. right? Because you're accepting that, right? If if I'm if our anniversary, right, five, ten, twenty years, whatever it is, I never gave you anything, and you never so, said anything about it. You never said anything about it. So it's not that I don't love you. It's just you accepted me without even giving you anything. So if you don't complain, I'm never going to realize that this is what you want. And this is where I think most relationships fail. Why? Because they stopped being with a partner because he wasn't or she wasn't getting gifts. He wasn't romantic or she wasn't romantic or she wasn't doing what um, he wanted or vice versa. It doesn't matter who wasn't doing it. If there's no communication of where, hey, listen, this is what I like. This is what I want you to do, right? Because there's never that communication Mm -hmm. where, let's change. No, I kind of figured my partner would guess it. No, you have to verbalize it. Like, listen, do this, do that. I like you doing this. I tell you all the time. Even the pancake situation. (laughs) Babe, sometimes I just want to wake up. I want you to make me breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? I don't want you to be my chef. I don't want you to be my maid. But, you know, it's nice that I could just wake Mm -hmm. up and and you could do... You know, a nice breakfast. Yeah. And that'll make me happy. Now, do I expect you to do it every day? Absolutely not. Yeah. But there's, I think, 99% of the times now, I tell you, hey, babe, could you just make some pancakes? And you're like, okay, he really wants... If he's asking me to do it, like, he yeah, really yeah. wants me to For do it. For the most part, so, yeah. Just not this past Sunday. 
I wasn't in it. That wasn't the vibe. <laughs> you were in your feelings. I, I think that's what I it is. I think I was also tired too. Yeah. Because I I need I need sleep. Yeah. You know? Um, and the reality is is that we Elvis and I's only day off, which is something I, I could talk a whole episode on. Our only day off completely with no commitment is Saturdays. It's not even true. Well, because it, then we add things, right? Somebody wants to come over or somebody's asking us or there's an event. So Saturdays also get compromised. Like on average, if we get one Saturday with no plans, it's a miracle. No exaggeration. And, and we don't want to make any no, plans. We're like, yo. No exaggeration. Um, if, yeah, if we true. get one month, one, one Saturday a month, it's, it's a miracle. So I think that also that also ties in. It's like, oh, we were both tired. Um, we didn't want to have to rush in to get to church early. But then we didn't also want to get there too late. So it kind of like, you know, I, you know, you, you overreact a little bit. You're over, overstimulated, overworked a little bit. And it does spill over a little bit into the relationship sometimes. Yeah, I just think that we shouldn't like react to it right away. Right? Because... If we react, we're going to react. Like yesterday, for example, you know, there were certain people around us where they were upset. They weren't as happy at what was going on. And they didn't. I was like, yo, don't even do anything. Just stay chill, right? Because you don't want to do something that later on you're going to regret. Yeah. Might as well just let everything cool down and that's it. You know, a lot of times we react or we want to react right away. Mm -hmm. And we're not reacting necessarily the correct way. And I think it's better just to relax. You know, yeah. one step at a time. And we should always have somebody next to us that is holding us accountable one way or another. Yeah. I think that accountability is necessary. Um, especially, like, when you're in a relationship and things happen. Um, like, for example, me and Elvis' issue that we shared in episode two about infidelity. Um, I think for a long time what's why it took me so long to forgive him and let go of what happened was that he couldn't, it took him so long to assume his accountability, which is probably why I'm a little bit hard on him now with the idea of accountability. Like I always want him to take um, responsibility for his actions or, or, or um, an account for what he does or doesn't do because for a while I didn't have that from him. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. I didn't like, he, he did no wrong. He couldn't see any wrong in what he did and the hurt he caused me or you caused me. I'm, I'm, but, you know, when I'm talking, speaking third person. But it was more tied to, I guess, that because it's like he couldn't own up to it, right? Um, and I think sometimes that the past things that have happened in our relationships or in past relationships, mm -hmm. right? Because maybe you're with somebody else new and you were with someone then who didn't have that accountability piece that you put that expectation so much that it's, is almost overwhelming mm -hmm. to the part to the partner that you're now with or the partner you chose to stay with and have developed a, a better relationship with. I think over time you little by little you establish um how to hold each other accountable mm -hmm. and and what other things that we like or we don't like. Is is almost the same thing in church. Yeah. Right? You start in church and I think this is where we make a mistake a lot in church, right? We expect people to come out from outside to the church and they convert to Christ and then we expect them to change immediately mm -hmm. when really it takes a process and they should have somebody to hold them accountable mm -hmm. at the same time, right? 
because somebody that comes in new, they need discipleship. They mm-hmm. need somebody to teach them, okay, this is right, this is wrong. But throughout the course of right and wrong, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down you, it, because it's the truth. Yeah. Let's be honest. There's going to be times where you say you're not going to do this because you know what's right from wrong, but you're going to make mistakes. Now, how could I put that to the side and forgive myself, number one, because I failed and move forward to my new beliefs, which is believing in Christ, right? right? If we don't have nobody to really hold us accountable to do something, then we're really not going to grow spiritually. So we kind of have to have that leader or that person within the church, even the person that brought you to church. Hey, listen, this person brought me. Um, who could I get to to learn more about the word? Who could I get to mm-hmm. learn more about, you know, this step that I committed, right? Because you could accept the Lord, but if you don't know what the path is, it's going to take a while for you to get there. Yeah, and we've kind of spoke about it before, and the idea is like, you know, it's like even with a relationship. You start this new relationship when you come to Christ. You're starting this new relationship. You're mm-hmm. taking this new spiritual journey, and it's like, you know, you expect to everything to radically change. And I liked how Ariel used the example of, I guess, a preaching he heard of me, but that's also in the Bible about the dishes, like, mm-hmm. you know, God is more concerned about internally what's going on mm-hmm. than outwardly, right? That comes out. The outwardly part starts working itself when we continue to work inwardly in what's in our heart, right? So the more that we begin to heal, the more that we begin to let go of certain um, resentments and feelings, that'll eventually pour out outwardly, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe if, you know because my heart is so heavy with certain pains, um, there's certain things physically that I I, I do to kind of numb the pain. For example, excessive body piercings, right? Mm-hmm. Doing them so much to kind of numb that pain. But coming to Christ, I learned of a new way to cope with that pain. And then that 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 coping mechanism is no longer there. I don't need to continually pierce my body to no longer feel the pain. That's just an, an, an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, but, you know, there's a difference between accountability and judgment, right? Because we hold each other accountable to grow, right? We hold each other accountable to uplift, right? Now versus judgment, where you come in a standpoint of, like, you forget that at one point you two were not at your best, right? Um, or that you two have sinned, right? Or that because no sin is greater, right? Sometimes... People compare and say, oh, like that wasn't too bad. No, sin is sin. Wrong is wrong. Right. And that's where we got to be careful that, you know, we don't come off as judging somebody. Right. Or condemning them for something they've done. Like that's not our job. Right. To to condemn, but to uplift and tell them, like, look, I don't got all the answers, but Jesus does. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't maybe I haven't struggled with what you're struggling with, but you know, Jesus can help you. Let me help pray with you. Right. Um, let me help fast with you. Um, let me do a visit if you need a home visit. Right. Cause sometimes people can't get out of the home for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to do it, you know, a visit to help support them to reach that goal. Right. So that's where we have to be careful that we don't judge others. Right. Because guilt and shame is, is very heavy. Yeah. Right. Um, you feel that, it's, it's tangible to you. It's a, it's a mental uh, battle. And to have someone else look down on you or 
or kind of diminish you or make you feel less than. And judged. And judged. Because sometimes the guilt does that, but sometimes people do it too. Yeah. And and it doesn't help the situation, right? It's not going to help that person want to draw closer to God or in a relationship. It's not going to help that person want to draw closer to you, but draw more further away. That was a lot. That was, right. <laughs> that was good. That was good. No, I, I think it's true. Um, man, you said a lot. You said a lot in a lot of good things. Yeah. Um, because a lot of te- a lot of times we take it as judgmental a lot of times, right? Because we want somebody to hold us accountable. But then a lot of times most people right now are just judging from the outside. Oh, I thought you were Christian. I thought you were mm-hmm. supposed to be a new path. I thought you were going to be a different Denise. Um and I think we truly forget that one time or even now we're still we're still yep. working on ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm not trying to work on being my better Elvis. No, I'm trying to work on myself to be what God wants me to be, mm-hmm. right? And that only takes time and, and, and patience and... And work. Yeah, and, and not, even, not even work because everything requires Commitment. work. You need somebody that you want to have next to you to be able to move forward. Yeah. I think that's an important part. Um, and we have to be mindful of that as as a body of Christ, as people who say we're believers that, you know, we have to be accountable. I don't believe, right, you know, uh, you know, I don't believe that I have to give you an explanation of everything I do in my life. Of course not. Right? I, just because we go to church. So regard, even people that held leadership position, I don't think they have to answer every question a member may have about mm-hmm. their life or decisions. No, right? I have to believe that you're led by God and whatever. But I feel what 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 lacks a lot in the churches, right? Mm-hmm. Not speaking of just one church. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But as a church, right, as a body of Christ, is the accountability of people recognizing that they've wronged. And I think we sometimes, and this is why people sometimes don't believe in God and in the power of God and in Jesus, or they blame him. They place blame on on God for <laughs> what the people who represent him do because people are not able to recognize they're wrong and want to spiritualize mm-hmm. the behavior, mm-hmm. right? We, we're quick to be like, oh, you know, um, it, it, God said, um, God did this. And, you know, we do that. We do it in the name of God. No, own up. If you messed up, if you made a mistake or if you think that person is hurt because of what you did, apologize. Whether that person accepts the apology or not, then that then becomes on their plate. Right. But do your part. And I think as as leaders, as members of the church, we don't do that often. We do not do that often, the part of apologizing. We saying, never do it. Saying, I was wrong, or I'm sorry that I hurt you. If if my actions offended you, I'm sorry. Because the Bible says we shouldn't be a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. We should be conscious of the decisions we're making that are going to affect everybody, yeah. right? That can affect others. We have to be conscious of that. And as you grow older and you mature in life and in and everything, we should have that sense of accountability, right? Because if you if you're not leading and demonstrating accountability, you can't expect others yep. to want to be accountable as well. And I think that that's that's important because there's a lot of people that are people hurt, not church hurt. Yeah, but the problem people is people hurt. Oh, sorry. They're not going back back to where you're saying. I want to interrupt you since you started. <laughs> no, because it's the truth. We 
these leaders, right? Yeah. They, who's holding them accountable? God. Yeah, but they're not even going back to, oh, I made a mistake. Yeah. Or, or are they even thinking, hmm, was I wrong doing this? Yeah, I or, get it. Or, or are they even thinking, should I make this choice or would this choice affect the member in my church? Yeah. Right? I think that if we was to think a little bit more of, of fellowship and about my sister, my brother, we would be in a better place. But I think that there's so many people, like you said, not church hurt, but people hurt, mm -hmm. would realize that, listen, there's members that have been in our church for years, and all of a sudden they leave. Yeah. Don't you think that something's going on there? Mm -hmm. Now with more than 10 people leave, and I'm not saying, you know, there's people that leave the church all the time, but there's certain people that if they leave... Let's study what's the reason why they yeah. left. Is there something that we did? And I'm not saying that they did something wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying is we should be held accountable as leaders as well and yeah. be like, what could we do better to make sure that nobody leaves? Mm -hmm. Because when they come to church, we want them to stay here. And if they do leave to another church, yeah. that they stay saved. Yeah. Because this isn't about membership. This is about salvation. Mm -hmm. We want them to be saved. That's why I get upset when they start preaching and they say, oh, listen, don't go after that member that left. Forget about it. If he wants Christ, he's going to come. No, I got to pray for him and know that God loves him and know that if I personally did something, forgive me, right? Yeah. Because we got to be the better person, the yeah. bigger person, right? As a, as a believer, we got to be like, listen, babe, I'm sorry if I failed you in one way or another. Even if you were the one that did something yeah. wrong, right? I'm going to be the bigger person. Why? Not just because I want to say it, but because that's what we should do. We should be what? Showing love, yep. right? And what's love? Christ. So that's what we're supposed to do. But a lot of times we're like, no, if they want to come or if they really know who God is, they're going to serve. No, but if I could have... Even if it's a little bit of influence for this person to come back to Christ, I'm gonna do it. Like I shouldn't force God on you, but I should for I should give you love. Amen. Right? And I think what you're saying is important is because, you know, I feel like when we're in a church sometimes, we attach that relationship to the person in that moment mm -hmm. at church. When in reality is we should develop such a relationship and get love that even if that person is no longer in church. You can still reach out. You don't have to be like, hey, what happened? Why are you not in the church anymore? A simple, hey, praying for you, hope all is well, right? Sending them a little song, sending them a little Bible verse, something that they can say, wow, you know, they're still th they still thought about me after I left. Doesn't mean it's going to be all the time because there's people that you are going to try to outreach that are, for whatever reason, not going to want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. But at least... To say, like, you know, I did some outreach. I did try to reach out and let them know that I am thinking about them, right? And I think that also... Um, and if they do come, please give them a hug and a kiss. <laughs> Tell them God loves them, that you love them. Please yeah. just don't question where they've yeah. been, you know. Don't... <laughs> You say that you're happy to yeah. see them. Unless you have that friendship with some, with that. Like, there's there's specific people, like, that, like my best friend, if she came back, I'd probably be like, oh, you know, I'll say something jokingly, but that's because I have a conversation with her every single, every day. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have that type of tiny or you haven't spoken to them in years. Let's not risk it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't. This, say good things yeah. and, and, and just receive them with love, right? Because... 
I think the churches would be more effective that way, mm-hmm. and I think we would be in a more better in a better place as far as that, right? Um, I miss a lot of people. Yeah, I miss a lot of people, and I wish they would be with us, right? Uh, people don't know how much we love them sometimes, right? And a lot of times we we don't even reach out to them, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think us as a church, we should do better not only to have them in our church. Yeah. But just for them to be saved in general, I think I think that's the important part. Yeah. One point I would I would wanna say before we even end is that there's one reality, right? And when we are offended, right, we offend, right? Hurt people hurt, right? Um, so whether you're in church or not, this applies to relationships with your partner, with people, family, and with God. Sometimes we have to accept that we're not going to get that I'm sorry that we deserve. Yep. Right? Sometimes we're not going to get, and even though we deserve it, the apology, right, as loud as the offense that was done to us. Right? That's the reality of life. That yep. is life yep. 101. And we have to learn to accept that and then make a decision for ourselves as to what am I going to do now? Now that I accept that, I may not ever get an apology from this person. Am I going to carry this offense and this burden for the rest of my life and let it rot and simmer and stink up my heart and my mind? Or am I going to choose to make a decision to forgive, right? And I think that's what's helped me continue in the path of God, that I can't blame God, Mm -hmm. right? And it hurts me to think that people place blame on God for the ugliness that people do. The reality is, is since the fall of Adam and Eve, this world is never going to be mm-hmm. equal. This this world is never going to be fair, right? Because the promise is that we have heaven, that we have a, a better life ahead. And we have to learn to take that information and, and not place it on God, but allow him to reenter into our heart to be able to forgive and restore ourselves, right? Because for me, it has been no matter how low I've been spiritually, no matter the mistakes I've done, because I we have a do. whole rap sheet. Mm-hmm. I do. have a whole rap sheet, right? That I can remind myself, but God for- forgets the moment I, I repent. Um, but we, you know, we hold ourselves too, too much. But anyways, I have a whole rap sheet, right? And I'm like, for me, it's kind of like, nah, it costs me too much to be where I am. Mm-hmm. Right. God paid a price of sending his son to die on the cross for me. And I'm not going to let anybody take that away from me. Mm-hmm. I think you got to have that mentality that that take that up, that courage in those moments. And I'm like shaking because it's I it, it's what keeps me there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I have cried, like Elvis said. Right. There's days that I had to drag myself because I thought it was literally my end. Right. And I'm here. And I'm not going to let anyone take me back to the Denise I was. Like, it, it is not worth it. Mm-hmm. It is not. Like, I'm a changed person. I want to keep growing. I want to keep giving peace and love. And in order for me to do that, I have to continuously let surrender myself and let God work in me and not pay mind to what others may say. As much as it may hurt, it's, it's easier said than done, but it's possible. That was amazing. It was all right. It was all right. It's just, you know, that's just how I feel about about it. We we all need to grow. and In every aspect of our lives. And hold each other accountable. Without judgment. 
Showing without show, judgment. Show, just show love. Yeah. Just show love. If there's somebody out there that you have the smallest doubt that one way or another you hurt them, just call them, text them, say, I'm sorry if I ever did something against you. Um, comment below. Say yeah. some love comments. And, you know, ultimately, too, it's like, you know, we're at the end of the day, we're all accountable to God at the end of the day. We're all going to give account. Yep. Right? And if we have that mentality, then it's like, you know what? Let me worry about me, what I'm doing to make sure I'm being a good person, make sure I'm pursuing peace and helping and edifying other people too. Every single second, let's just switch and be positive. Yeah. It's not the work going back. No, no. It's, you know, and, you know, it, it applies to anything. Like you could apply this in any relationship and, and with God. And I yeah. think um, it's important to understand accountability versus judgment. Give love, be love. Good talk. It has to be said, and it was said. And it was said. Take care, guys. <laughs> Bye.